Open up your ears and open up your mind They'll reach into your throat and pull out your spine And when the sun blows up and the earth is gone They'll still experience grind with Kyle and Sean And that's the story of me <laughs> That's the story of you How would you describe the story of you? Uh, yeah not it's like that thing uh you, they say your life flashes before your eyes before you die and i always think like man it'd show me cranking down a whole lot <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be a long uh long flash before the eyes <laughs> you know what though those were just some of the happiest times like uh, while, yes, for sure while yeah. you were dying would you be able to pinpoint certain crank sessions and be like oh that's uh, when i discovered this no maybe, <laughs> well maybe i don't know who knows depends on how i'm dying i guess <laughs> if i'm dying by hanging in my closet while i'm cranking it <laughs> like david <Jared> carradine, carradine. <laughs> <laughs> imagine man oh, imagine no i don't want to imagine that that sounds uh, awful that, but that and that's the way that like forever that's <laughs> dude like the amount of times i think that he's i think he's been referenced on this show three times this year all due to crank dying while cranking down yeah for sure i mean that's all dude's in some great films every time i see him i'm like oh yeah that dude died jerking off dude he didn't even get to finish no what a depressing way to die oh man that's more depressing than dying in the middle of sex I like it is for oh a hundred percent a thousand percent. Dude, I love how I guess, serious you just got when you're like, oh yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, like at least if you die having sex, like come on, you're having sex. Yeah, like you're. But okay, could you imagine being the other person in that situation? Oh, for sure. It's mostly uh, surprisingly young girls with older men. I guess statistically, that's probably right. Whereas if you're Mm -hmm. David Carradine, what, that belt's not going to feel bad. Right? Like, do you think, uh, David Carradine, how old was he? He was like 60s, 70s? Mid-60s. I'm looking that up right now while you talk. Like, I almost think, like, he had to have, uh, you have to think he he took a blue chew or something to get to the point to crank down, right? Right? It's possible. Ooh, he was... He was old. Right? Uh, he was 72. 72, dude. 72, cranking 72, choking himself with a belt while cranking it. Dude, get it. At 72. I mean, gotta admit, that dude knew what he liked. I, sure, man. Died in 2009. Went out, do it. Here's the thing. You know what? We're looking at this all wrong, Shawnee. He went out doing what he yeah. loved, and isn't that what all of us are hoping to do? And I'll tell you, he was born in 1936. Belts weren't even Ooh. invented at that point. You know what I'm saying? This dude. <laughs> he, he used to have to hang himself with suspenders. It was barbaric. It's barbaric. Oh, man. The moment they made those uh, bad boys elastic, he was done. Yeah. It's like they're sitting right. I can't do it. Oh, my God. Oh, man. What a start to the show. Howdy do, buddy. Howdy do, my friend. Man, I... Things that we loved in uh, 2022 is autoerotic asphyxiation. Well, that's something that you loved. I will yeah. not jump on that train or in front of that train. How you or doing, Or anybody buddy? around that train. Dude, I am doing okay. Doing all right. It is currently the 29th of December. We have a couple days left in this year of 2022. And what better yep. way to send out this year... Then with a look back on this year, 
in the best of this year and, you know, a couple of the not-so-best things from this year, even though we discussed it's probably not a lot of things. Yeah, we'll probably, we'll, we'll probably just skip past those and keep it all positive. Things that made us super happy in 2022. I'm glad we are doing it so late, Sean, but even at this late in the game, buddy, there's a late entry, I gotta say, for things that I absolutely loved in 2022. Just happened... Mere hours ago, my friend. Okay. Uh, Andrew Tate was arrested. Okay. You got to tell me. Beautiful. I had never heard about this guy until like 12 hours yeah. ago when I saw this guy, George something, George Haim, on Twitter, who's this dude from New York that I follow, uh, who posted a picture of this Andrew Tate and was like, mm -hmm. dude, as a figure of masculinity, you look like the most 2005 metrosexual dude I've ever seen. <laughs> and I laughed so he does for hard, sure. dude. He does for sure. As some dude that was called metrosexual in 2005, 2006, I laughed because I, I looked at it and I was like, ha, that's what I wore. <laughs> <laughs> so it that looks good on you, though. Oh, on Andrew Tate? I mean... He's just the ultimate scumbag of a men's right activist type dildo. Uh, he's he's very misogynistic. Uh, speaks frequently of women being property and uh, like their their only purpose is to be told what to do. I mean, I think you could have stopped uh, when you said men's right activist because I feel like that's course. something in this world that we don't need. But he also he like he teaches or he sells like these online courses to incel and weak and usually incredibly right wing leaning young men that he like teaches you how to be an alpha man Ooh. and uh, he's basically conning rubes and uh, he's one of these dildos that like brags about his money and like he has thirty three cars which uh, of course is a thing he's he's bragging about to make people jealous and uh, in the midst of that. Uh, our our great friend and the the super popular and well around liked guy uh, Elon Musk had the he let him back on Twitter as well as a bunch of other scumbag pieces of shit and in that process since he got let back on uh, for no reason out of nowhere I guess he uh, he tweeted at Greta Thunberg the uh, I think she's Swedish or Danish the the young climate change activist which uh, he he tweeted at her that he had thirty three cars and bragged about uh all the polluting he does because you know i guess people want to be the bad guys from captain planet in 2022 i i don't <laughs> know if he needs a course in this but even though you have 33 yeah. cars you're still only driving one car exactly right that's one of the that's other not... owns i've seen online is that like hey this guy's great for the environment at any time he's keeping 33 high fuel burning cars off the road <laughs> <laughs> what it's a like, thanks andrew tate yeah, but anyway, so yeah, he said that, and uh, at the bottom he said, send me your email so I can send you a list of all my other cars. And uh, I guess a few days later, Greta tweeted back, uh, yeah, sure, I'd love to hear it. Send me it at my email at ihaveasmalldick at getalife.com. <laughs> wow. In the meantime, uh, she's done what the Twitter kids Wait, and folks called ratioed him is hold on is that not a cell phone on herself see that's what some people say but really i mean at the end of the day she's just giving him the fake email it's like essentially when a girl gives the fake you know it's not real she's just if you want to be semantic I, you could say that but i mean that's her email address saying, i have a small, dick, a small I get owned. 
Yeah. I mean, either way. Okay. He, Anyways, uh, th- let's not dig too far into that very poor email. Well, I mean, yeah, that that's how the Andrew Tate defenders are coming at it. They're like, oh, she's cell-phoned here, but... Eh. Maybe she got autocorrected uh, and it was originally, you have a small dick? I think the intent is still there. Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> but yeah, so in that meantime, like, I think his had, like, 100,000 or, like, 13,000 likes. I don't care, but I know that hers has, like, over 2 million now. It's one of the most liked Twitter things ever. Nice. So, so there's what else that. Happened? And then, uh, then in response to that, he molded so hard and was so upset and offended that he made a response video. And in the video, he had, like, a pizza box, which I guess is specific to some location in Romania where he's been hiding out because they have more lax laws there on sex trafficking and super well-known nice guy popular Mr. Andrew Tate is wanted for sex trafficking and I guess by posting that video they were able to realize the area he was in and they located him within like 24 hours and arrested him so he got arrested like two hours ago for sex trafficking in Romania (laughs) All because uh, he got owned on Twitter. Wow. And maybe, like, don't start shit if you're, I don't know, wanted for some nefarious stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's it's something to take out of 2022. Into the new year. It's a, new resolution. Maybe. Don't be a shitbag. Maybe bag. just don't start shit in general. Maybe I shouldn't either. I've, uh, I've still got a bad, bad, uh, <laughs> vulgar despicable twitter habit man i'm just i'm a total asshole on there yeah nobody <laughs> follow the experience grind twitter <laughs> no the experience grind is way better now i don't do it there oh okay except to kevin sorbo i was about to say I, I unless you're would, talking about kevin sorbo because i just I said I would as not recently stop. as two days ago saw you like yeah. teabagging him yeah but you got your really pornos back kevin though sorbo. no 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 i have another one too <laughs> <laughs> you have burner twitter accounts See, I have. Yeah, it's just another old one, but yeah. See, I have the world's most pleasant Twitter experience, but you're yeah, the, you, do. you are the reason why everybody else complains. <laughs> for sure, on that on that account, and I I'd use it. It's like a chaotic evil or chaotic good, maybe not. It's not good either, though. It's still evil. You're like the it's Robin Hood good. Twitter shitbag. Sure, that I'll take that for sure. Yeah. But I've done I've done similar. I've tried to cultivate more positivity on the experience grind. So I've been blocking a lot of the bullshit nice. to make me mad and just focusing on that one. And it's, again, it's the year. So uh, we talked about, you know, we are coming into the new year. Uh, neither of us really do a resolution, Sean, but I do a thing every year that I call more of a, a New Year's theme. I try to follow a certain theme or phrase for the new year and uh inspired by you my good buddy i've i'm going to make 2023 the year of positivity so that's what's up and i like things that, are yeah i like that you said you're trying to make your twitter like a better thing to uh be on and like block the stuff that you don't want to see that is a free trick for anybody who uses twitter that listens to this show listen if you're scrolling your twitter and you see something that somehow gives you an adverse reaction before even doing anything click on it hit unfollow go back you'll never have to see it again don't comment don't do anything because that's just going to get it popping up on your feed like the other day i saw some wrestler that like irritates the shit out of me he popped up on my feed i'm like boom unfollow because i saw somebody like his post so it popped up on mine gone 
You're guilty by association. I don't want to follow you. You ghosted. Yep. Get out of here. Get out of here. We're done. Cultivate a We're good done. thing. So, dude, that's so, yeah, man. That's so awesome that you're going to go into a year of positivity. I will say, years ago, when I started this for myself, um, I, I wasn't the happiest person in the world. But I got to say, going and doing things as positive as I can and going about the mindset of every day, just try to be a better person than you were yesterday, mm-hmm. you're not always going to succeed at that. Exactly. But I'll tell you that, like, I'm a happier person now than I've probably ever been outside of, like, when you're young and have zero fucking cares in the world. <laughs> Before you realize how empty and alone we are on this little <laughs> <blue> marble. <laughs> but it really goes to show that some positivity really just gives yeah. you a better quality of life. So I'm very excited to see how long y'all can stick with it. Because it is really hard <laughs> to be positive sure. all the fucking time. And to take the the big tests are, you know, of course, you can be positive when good things happen. It's keeping the positivity when things aren't going great. Yeah. That's when you got to. And, you know, it, like you said, you're not always going to get it. You're going to stumble. But I, I'm, I'm going to try to look at it the way you are instead of letting it fester. Like, you know, if a bad thing happens and I react badly, cool. That day's a wash, but you know what? The next day's a new start again. Yep. So hey, let let's get it back on track. Yep. You know. So and the thing is to like if you know that if you know that you didn't handle something in a good way is to recognize it because that's just gonna mm-hmm. make it so next time that a situation like that happens, you know how not to probably react or do it again. Who gives a fuck? It's your life. But you know, and if you it's do do it the same life. way, guess what? The next day, look back and do it differently or not. It's your life. <laughs> That's a Bon Jovi song. You know that song? Yeah, I kept talking when you started singing, so I didn't have to hear it. It's terrible. Yeah. It's one of those songs. I I have a love-hate with it. Uh, I remember it very vividly. When I was in uh, Israel for work, I took a cab to Jerusalem, because of course you will. But it's like a two-and-a-half-hour drive, and the cab driver had like a mix CD, and it was like all this stuff that I did not understand or recognize except for at one point he had like a rip of the music video of that song so there was also like the parts where like it's playing quietly and there's like actors talking but I heard that song like eight times because we listened to it the whole way there and it repeated like around four times did it just and then of course on the did it just bounce between that and New York New York like no you know it was in, not New York New York <laughs> it was not New York New York yeah, uh, that would have been nice, but uh, it was definitely that Bon Jovi song. So while it is grating and annoying, it always every time I hear it, I think of that car ride, and it was it was a crazy wild time. So hey, positivity. Heck yeah, man! Look, at, there's always a positive spin to things. I also there Sarah is, the other day asked me, you know, what's your New Year's resolution? And I, and I said the same exact thing that I just said couple minutes ago i mean i don't really do those anymore because it, who do you know that sets up a resolution and actually cares carries through with it mm-hmm. like next to nobody it's a small percentage of people so if you just like always are trying to be a better person what's the fuck's the point in having a resolution you don't need one just constantly exactly. try new things be, like that movie yes man that jim carrey movie yes man <laughs> you know yeah always be saying yes to everything. Maybe not everything. <laughs> but to a lot of things that may just expand what you can do with your life, try it, man. 
This is this is for everybody. I don't know why this is such an uplifting f- first 15 minutes of a show, but hey, why not, I'm man? here for it. Because, Sean, the reason for that is this is the episode about things that we loved in 2022. We started off with one of the greatest self-owns in maybe modern history. Uh, what other things have you come to like in 2022? And as I said to you off air, this I, I'd like to expand it to beyond things of movies and TV and games that we liked. There's a lot of other things that we kind of fell in love with this year. So uh, what are some of those things for you, Shawnee? Um, I, I'm going to just jump on this grenade real quick and just get things out of the, the way. I will say uh, I will jump into things I love, things I hate, hated about this year real quick. The everything going on in the world that just reintroduced mm-hmm. me to anxieties, um, anxieties, and also it's just crazy what's happening in the world. It really is, and it really made a lot of things that we covered on this show not so enjoyable for me, which is really unfortunate. But in in that, and staying with a positive spin, a lot of those anxieties helped get me help in ways that. I've been trying to get for a couple years Uh with doctors and talking to somebody and trying to work out some of these issues and anxieties. So I'm very thankful of that. And I'm, you know, I'm really glad for that to have happened in 2022. Um, So that is something that I did love in 2022. Yeah, it's a shitty reason for that to, you know, come to exist. But I'm very I love my mental health and where I'm at right now. Good. And that is a Hell big yeah, thing from a year ago to today. Um, this is also going to be the first entire sober year of my life uh, since I was Congrats, buddy. 18, 17 years old. Uh, so that's that's huge. But other things, getting away from that heavy subject that I know would be the elephant if I didn't bring it up. Um Dude, there's just so much great stuff that's happening this year. I started this year by trying to uh, make it a resolution to beat one game every month and start going through mm-hmm. my back catalog. It lasted a whole of two months. Um, <laughs> it I, always does. That's a hard one, man. Dude, I bet. Well, the thing is, is like I beat that store and then I beat another game. I beat like six games in the first two months, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I never finish games. So that was huge. And then Elden Ring hit. And fucked everything up. Like, mm-hmm. there was no going back to completing a bunch of games after playing that game. And that consumed me for so long. Uh, but gaming was awesome this year. Snowboarding was huge in the beginning of this year. And um, I've already been, I think, eight times this season already. Which is wild since the mountains opened a week and a half ago. That is pretty crazy. Eight times already is pretty fantastic. Um I do want to. I want to keep on snowboarding, but I don't want to blast past gaming. I mean, since we brought up gaming, let's talk more about some of the gaming things we loved in 2022. Okay. You said Elden Ring, of course, was huge for you. I know you fell head over heels for this, which was uh, you've tried all the other Soulsborne esque games before, but this is the first one that actually hooked you. Yeah, yeah. Th- which this hopelessly hooked me. I I can't adequately express how much love I have for this game, even though I've brought it up several times on this show. Um, and I've talked about it with everybody I know ad nauseum. I absolutely adored this game. 
And it, it doesn't even need to be a game that I ever really play again. So it's weird to say how much I love it and how much it changed my view of gaming. And like mm-hmm. I, I felt things after I played this game that I haven't felt in a very long time when it comes to games. It, actually, I don't think I've ever had the depression that I had after finishing that game ever in my entire life. I had brought it up, you know, six months ago on this show. I finished Elden Ring and I couldn't play other games for like a month, month mm-hmm. and a half because I would just start something up and just close it. Like, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to play this. Like this, like, I, I just don't want to play this. It, nothing was as good as Elden Ring, even just booting it up. Like, I didn't want to play another game. And so that is a feeling I've never, ever, ever, I don't think ever had before in my gaming life. I've had it occasionally. I mean, I don't know about you. Have you have never gone through just a general gaming dry spell where, like, you just don't feel like ever playing anything? Yeah. 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 I mean, I've had those for sure, too. It's typically um, when I find something on YouTube and all I want to do is kind of watch those videos. Oh yeah, for sure. I get you there. Yeah. Um, on your note, like I, I kind of get what you say about having the depression after finishing it. Although I'm a, I'm a little bit different in that I get weird when I like a game a lot. I'm, I don't want it to end. So like, I'll get very close to beating it, and then I don't beat them. That's I, I do the same thing. I used to do the same thing a lot with TV shows. Like, I wouldn't oh, watch sure. the last episode because if mm-hmm. I never watched the episode, it never ended. Yep. Y- you know, it's I know it's I such that. a weird way of thinking about it, but you no, get it. No, it's not at all, though. Yeah, I totally get it. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what it was. Um, this is that was only the second game ever that I had ever platinumed. And like for me to obsess that much about getting every little thing. Yeah, I, I'm really surprised with you saying that. And, you know, I can relate to that feeling of not finishing something because I liked it so much. I can relate to mm-hmm. that. So it's weird that for this one, I was, you know, thinking about it, that I went out of my way so much as to 100% it. It's also, uh, I wanted to touch on what you said earlier about you were trying to force yourself off the backlog. Because uh, I've given up on that. Because in my view, personally, I feel... Uh, they're on the backlog for a reason, dude, and that's because they just weren't very good for whatever you were looking for. Yep. So, just don't don't force yourself to do something that you're not liking. Find what you like and focus on it. That was uh, my realization. Actually, you know what that got me thinking of? You know what I'm playing right now? What? Five Fantasy Seven Integrated. Nice, dude. Do you want to know yeah. why I'm playing it? Why? Because I have it on the Steam Deck. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> Fucking A, do it, man. Dude, I'm already uh, further in it than I was on my PS5. Didn't you uh, get um, God Award, Elden Ring on, on Steam Deck too? Which one? Elden Ring? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you, play, did you beat it again on there? No, I didn't beat it again. But looking at my Steam stats, I think it was like tw- it was 13% of all my playtime through the year. Fair enough. And that's after you platinumed it already. Oh, and PS5. I just got it in November. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. that's awesome. That's great. You're you're playing Intergrade though. Uh, so yeah, if you do beat it, I mean that's another one we can do an episode on. Absolutely. So. Well, the reason. Okay, so the real reason why I'm playing through it is I I love Crisis Core. 
I love that game. I played that mm-hmm. back on the PSP. Loved it because that was growing up a, a Final Fantasy VII fanboy. You know, like, like Crisis Core was we got huge. Such, we got such few scraps of. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I, I had it too. If I didn't have a PSP, I would have gotten it just to play through Crisis Core. Yeah, I, I get you, but that was one of the games I definitely bought. Um, I I haven't picked up the new one. I like I said, I think I said it in the chat. I had it reserved at Best Buy because I was stoked because they came with a special steel case. And then for whatever reason, they like sent me an email the day before that they canceled my thing. They my credit card didn't work right that I had on file, which was silly. That might be but an I missed excuse it, so. because they had a huge, from my understanding, they had a huge issue with getting everybody their steelbooks. Oh, well, okay. Either way. So at that point, I'm also made like, I had other games that I wanted to play because this is also the rough time of year for new stuff to come out. And I, I made, again, a smart, positive decision. I was like, you know what? At this point, I don't need it because I was getting ready to buy it on my PS5. And I was like, why? Mm-hmm. Wait till it goes on sale at this point. Yep. It'll go on sale, and maybe you'll want to play it closer to then. So that's what I did, damn it. And I'm still happy. I am happy for you. Um, I'm doing the exact same thing. Until I see Crisis Core on sale at, like, CD Keys, you know, for, like, 25 bucks. Dude, I got God of War on Steam for 25 bucks. The Miles Morales for 25 bucks. Like, that is the way to get it on Steam. Um, but that's... I waited until Intergrade was, I think, 35 bucks two weeks ago mm-hmm. to get it i'm not paying 70 bucks for a game i already own sure I get no you. way Jose. that's why i was it it was hard to like i was like why am i paying 50 bucks for credit even though it looks awesome <clears throat> excuse me and it does look really great i look forward to playing it but i look forward to talking about final fantasy 7 integrated with you too man i look forward to that too dude enough about elden ring i've talked about that to the point of people probably rolling their eyes right now because they're like Oh, God of War Ragnarok was game of the year. Why did Elden Ring get it? Fuck off. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Dude, what is uh, one of your favorite gaming experiences of this year? Like your broken Elden Ring record, mine's a broken record too, of course. It's Destiny 2. It's in the best place for me it's ever been. I've devoted more time to it than I have in a long time this year. I played the fuck out of Destiny 2, and uh, I've loved almost every enjoyable minute of it, and I'm probably going to go play it as soon as we finish recording. So Almost every night when I'm playing Overwatch 2, I see a little thing pop up <laughs> in the corner of my screen saying, Pornos is now playing Destiny 2. I'm like, of course mm-hmm. he is. Of course yeah. he is. But I love that for you. What has changed in this game for you this year that keeps you coming back in what's your love of it that uh, has, what was it, 93% of your playtime this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's weird to say in a mission where you, you do a lot of the same things over, but the variety, the the way that they, like, you know, they, they follow the seasonal model, but they the way that Destiny is set up compared to other games that have a seasonal model makes it very unique in the fact that it's, a Diablo looter shooter that has PvE and PvP. Like, most of those things are PvP only. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, every... The game's different every time you play it. There's different things that are unique and awesome. And uh, another big thing that they've done is just the way that they handle the narrative style. Destiny was always known as a very dense game, but similar to, like, Elden Ring, a lot of the stuff was hidden in walls of text and you had to figure things out and uh they've really 
pushed uh, a lot of like cutscene and visual storytelling much more in these most recent seasons and expansions, and it's it's a lot more engaging. So you're able to follow things, and they're they're following up on stuff that like they've been setting up back from like Destiny One. So like similar to being a Lost fan forever, or like a Marvel movie fan, like all these little nuggets that have been sitting there forever are starting to get big big payoffs now so it's all just very crescendo-esque and exciting and fun and uh the big they say like the big light dark destiny story is going to end with the next expansion that comes out in i think february next year so that was going to be my next question is where does destiny go to go from here so there's another yeah. expansion in February, but what's post that? Like, when's the last? When did the last expansion come out? What's the life cycle on these? You know how? So that they do like a. They've been like the big like Witch Queen, which you came into was earlier on at the start of this year in mm-hmm. 2022. So that was in February when that one came yep. out. And it's it's usually generally like a yearly cycle. They'll put out a big season or a big expansion, and then they follow up with separate seasons throughout but the seasons will usually have a different theme and they'll tell like they'll focus on like a few characters and expand their parts of the story and usually of course those connect to the overarching story which again when you follow it for this long it's nice to have some things that what you about can the overvoiding story huh 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 Ooh. huh the over solar <laughs> oh. that's a joke for like two people good stuff shawnee so yeah <laughs> thanks Long story short, roundabout ways, again, Destiny's fan-fucking-tastic. Uh, they said, again, it's going to continue after the Light Dark Saga ends. What that means, nobody really knows. Uh, they've also got a lot of things in the work. You know, they were bought up by Sony, and I think there's a lot of plans to make some expansive multimedia projects. Like, I've heard TV shows based on Destiny, and I know that they've got a completely new game, a new IP that they're... They've been working on for quite a while, and I think they're going to uh, show it off like within the next year. So that'll be something exciting to happen, too. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love Bungie. Like, they make, you know, whatever you say, they make fun to play games, at least. Destiny so. is incredible. I The only reason I fell out is because I just couldn't. I, I felt like it there's too much of the story man. that I was missing. Yeah. You know? that And, like, it takes a lot. To get back, get, to get your feet hit into it, man. Yeah. It's, I think it's, it's a job. <laughs> I think it's the big problem that I heard with, say, like Final Fantasy fourteen. Like mm-hmm. with the new expansion that came out, everybody's like, "Yeah, it's incredible." But for people who hadn't been playing it all the way along, and you know, they hopped on because a friend was like, "This is amazing." They had so much grinding, so much catching up, so much all of that just to get to the point and you don't where they know, could join you, their friends yeah. realistically that it's a little too much. From what I understand, too, like they've they've heard all that. And again, do what you want. But I think with Lightfall, they're, they're changing all of that for new players. They're they're adding something like a checklist for like to help guide you through like the narrative, like how you should go through things from it's supposed to be, I don't know. You son we'll of a bitch. What, I what, just what deleted this it. off my hard drive like a week ago. <laughs> I do have a we'll sweet one, one terabyte solid state drive coming in. Like, oh, me too. How about that? I'm super. I'm things that were good this year. Fucking deals. <laughs> Dude, fucking a terabyte solid state drive for 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Thanks, Lanham. 
You're the man. My brother doesn't even listen to the show, so he like I don't give a fuck if he knows this, but he's building a computer right now, and that's that is his birthday present. I bought oh, two of them, nice. one for me and one to give him for his birthday. Why why wouldn't you? I should have bought two. They were fifty bucks. Yeah. Down from two hundred and fifty? Two hundred and fifty bucks? Yeah. He's gonna see that and be like, holy shit. And I'm giving He's not going to know I got it for 50 bucks. And even like, don't I don't like him. spending more than 50 bucks on somebody for like their birthday or something. It's like, it's, it's your birthday. Here's a gift. Let's go get dinner. You know? <laughs> Fuck. Let's go get dinner. Hey, come on. Hey, hey. let's go get some gabagool. It's, oh, no, uh, that's not. <laughs> let's, uh, also another one, just another pro video game thing. And if, uh, people want to hear more about this, go listen to our Patreon all about a little game called Vampire Survivors, Shawnee Boy. Yeah. Huge hit in 2022 for me and you. Thank you for the heads up. It's in my top three. Uh, everybody that I've talked to and got gotten to play this game is over the moon about this game. Um, it is. It's in my top three games of of 2022 easily. Uh, I. It, it's incredible. It, it's incredible. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say. And they keep introducing more DLC to it. I haven't gone back to check just because... Okay, the only reason I haven't gone back to check is because I am actually scared of how much it will pull me back into it. <laughs> and, like, For it sure. was all-consuming when sure. I was playing that. Now, yeah. it is out on, like, phones and stuff, so I'm thinking about picking it up on my phone because that might make it a little bit easier than bringing around my Steam Deck. But... Maybe, I, man, I don't I, know. I, Here's the thing that I hate, not only in 2022, just in general. I don't phone gaming. Yeah. I just don't. It's nah. It's not, not for my me thing, normally. Man. Nah. So I'm curious to see what your reaction to Vampire Survivors is. So if you do end up going that route, let me know. I mean, I'm going to talk myself out of it because, dude, I like <laughs> I love Marvel Snap. Yeah. But, but I got out of it because I just I don't game on my phone. Right. I haven't played it for a long time, even though I also really enjoyed it. It's just like it. I have to be really bored in somewhere to be like, all right, I'll play a game on my phone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. One of my least favorite things in the world is, uh, this is why I don't even text that much or look at my messages, is when I get a message and I reply like 15 minutes later, and before I'm even done typing, like someone's oh. in the chat ready to type back. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no. I, yeah. I turn off my phone immediately. If I send a message and see somebody typing back, my phone's off. I, I I close out of the screen so when I open my phone next time I don't accidentally mark it as red because it's like I don't want to sit here and just have a back and forth for the next. I will get to minutes. it on my own time, you know. And so with, I think yeah. that goes into like I don't like gaming on my phone because I don't want to just hold my phone and be staring at that when there's other stuff. I to think do. I'm generally in the same boat, like because I the thing that I hate is like a text conversation because when does it end? It's so it intrusive that like, right? Like they, like there's no breaking off point. That's why I prefer a dude every time just a phone call because yeah. you can just get it out, get it over with like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever. Who cares? At least it's not like all night texting back and forth. And then like 20 minutes go by. Oh, and here's a response. And then like, ah, oh, yeah, I know, man. It's, it's, it can be terrible. Yeah. It can be terrible. Sometimes I like it. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I feel like a nut. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> so, moral of the story, that's probably why I don't phone game. Uh, yeah. Phone yeah. tag. It's tough. Um, so maybe I won't, but Vampire Survivors, top notch. Folks, if you haven't played it, get it. It's like $3 on Steam and probably like 
$3 max on the phone, maybe five. Probably there's probably a phone tax. Overwatch There's 2, always. for me, delivered big time. I poop- sure did. I poo-pooed all over that in the beta. <laughs> I was grumpy. I, I was that. miserable. I still hate the push mode, the new format where you push the robot. The robot push mode. I yeah. hate that mode. It's dumb as fuck. But I still play Overwatch 2 almost daily. Hell yeah. Um, it's your I've almost too, already maxed again- out the season. What's that? I was just gonna. I like. It's like your Destiny too. I like Overwatch, and it's it's fine for me. But it doesn't hook me the way that it's hooked you. So yeah, and it for me, it, it's it's that perfect. Like you have that perfect. Uh, you said it per best. Diablo. Or, I'm sorry. Uh, what the hell is your sh- game? Destiny is Diablo yeah. with guns, and that's what yeah. made me fall in love with that game in the first place. Is that hook, that constant better gun, all of that. That's why I love Diablo. That's why I love Destiny. In Overwatch, it's touching a different part of my ADHD brain where it's like, oh, new game. Oh, new game to do better. Oh, another chance to try. It's like sure. the, the constant hop in a game, hop in a game, hop in a game that scratches that itch. And Overwatch yep. 2, I think, delivers. It's an incredible game. It is free to play. Guys, if you are not playing Overwatch, give it a try. You might fall in love with it uh, like I have six years ago when I first started playing Overwatch. Incredible. Uh, Kyle, you, might- you have 7% of your the rest of the year that you've played other things? <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, so, so that, that's, that's primarily just on Steam. I've only got, I do have one more game that I did want to mention uh, that I've also played a shitload of it. And. It's one that I just got in November as well, uh, and it's not God of War. What is it? <laughs> it's uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Uh, similar to you and your Overwatch, what I love about Modern Warfare 2, especially the multiplayer, it's a brain-off type of thing, man. I can just get on. just I. It's cathartic to run around and shoot people. So yeah, you get shot up quick, too. You're, so, you're back so fast, man. It's okay. just So mindless. you're not playing like Warzone. Uh, sometimes, very rarely will I, and they also have this new mode, which is also kind of fun, called DMZ, which is sort of like their version of Escape from Tarkov. Okay. Which, I do you That's know what game. that game is? Yep. Yeah, so it's, it, what they, they call those, like, it's sort of like a PvE slash PvP thing. What they do is they put you in this, it's in the same map that, uh, Warzone is on, but they've got, like, these, all these different, like, uh enemy strongholds and there's a lot of ai enemies that are patrolling but then there can also be i think like up to five different groups that will also kind of parachute in and you can run across them because there's like unique guns and weapons there that you can exfiltrate with and there's also like there's some unique hard bosses like there's this dude called the chemist and his area on the map is like this big yellow circle and once you enter that area you like have to wear a gas mask constantly because He's like a boss. It's cool. It's a lot of fun shit. Um, but I still mostly just play multiplayer and run around and mindlessly shoot people. So the main reason that I jumped, I got out of Call of Duty a couple of years ago was because everybody just went to Warzone. And that's Battle Royales are not my thing. Mm-hmm. I love Call of Duty when it's just a map, team deathmatch, stuff Dude. like that. Are you playing on the computer? Mm-hmm. Get it, buddy. Nice. Get I might hop me. into that if you want to ever run some games because I'm good at Call of Duty. Dude, I'm good here's the thing. At Call of Duty. 
that's the thing. And I, I made the joke like in the chat the other day, like I'm upset at how good I am at Call of Duty and the fact that it doesn't translate to Destiny PvP at, at all. Because, <laughs> dude, like just today, I had a game where I had 28 kills, 8 deaths. I was just fucking murking, dude. And that's I was amazing. the top. I was fuck. I, I constantly. Oh, I love Call of Duty multiplayer, dude. I'll play with you every day. If I'm not playing Destiny 2, it's because I'm playing Call of Duty. Okay. <laughs> that's really, that's great, dude. So yeah, fuck yeah, get down. I will keep my eyes, uh, I will keep my eyes peeled for that. Um, Man, what else was I going to bring up? Uh, yeah, Actually, I don't think much. I don't think there's much other games that I really, I mean, Death's Door. Death's Door was awesome. I know it didn't come out this mm-hmm. year, but if you haven't played it, if you see it on sale, folks, snag it. Monkey Island was awesome. I'm so hyped that. that came back out in September. That was great. Um, dude, I spent a lot of time this year uh, splitting between video games and board games. Like I yeah, had you a played massive, a lot of board games this year. A massive board game resurgence, and honestly, it only mm. started about halfway through this year. We do have a tabletop chat that. Stopped being so tabletoppy and <laughs> <laughs> it's general, but also has tabletop. Uh, actually, there is an actual tabletop chat now, <laughs> which is <laughs> which is hilarious. Uh, Micah somewhere awesome. right now in real time, just his ears perked up and he's like, "Why am I not in that?" Well, another chat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, halfway through the year, I got COVID. Um, my blood in the clock tower game came in. I, I've been obsessed with that game for like the last two years. My version of that came in. Um, I went to, we started playing online actual seriously. We went to PAX at the beginning of Uh this month, which was just absolutely incredible. I'm still reeling over that. Um, Sarah, huge wrestling fan, huge recent wrestling fan. And huge board game fan. Dude, since September, we've amassed, like, close to 30 games. It's got to be close dog. to 30 games. Like, there's a Barnes & Noble sale earlier this week. I came home with seven games for 117 bucks because it was 50% Damn, off. Yeah. That's um, crazy. I should have went to that. Dude, it was, it was wild. But, I mean, my one of my biggest loves of 2022, the best of... Gloomhaven. It, it is one of the big things that really got me into tabletop and board gaming again and reignited that passion. And so I'm glad that I was able to start with Jaws of the Lion. I came home from PAX with Frosthaven, a $250 game. Damn. Like this right here, this box, 37 pounds. What? Yeah. All right, I got to look this game up. Dude, Frosthaven, so, it's not even shipped out to, like, everybody who ordered it, and I was able to get it at PAX. I'm super hype. Um, yeah, Gloomhaven, absolutely out of this world. That game rocks. If you're into tabletop, you've already heard about it. If you're thinking about playing board games, look it up. It's really awesome. You can play solo. You can play up to four people. It's great. The other best of Wingspan. Wingspan is one of the best board games I've ever played in my entire life. It's incredible, and you may think, as an average person looking at it, what is this, just a stupid bird game? Yeah, it's just a stupid bird game, but it's got so much complexity and depth to it that 
no matter how many times you play it, you're always going to find a new strategy and you're always going to get better at it. As soon as I'm done recording this, I'm going to go play with Yuri, Dave, and Ryan again, and maybe Sarah. We're going to play like a four or five person game of Wingspan right after this. We're obsessed. Um, so that is another great thing that's come out of my 2022, even though Wingspan isn't a game from this year, Frosthaven is. So check it out. That's all right. You got into it this year. That counts. Heck yeah. So those were another couple of big things. I I can't imagine board games are going (laughs) to really strike you, uh, as having a best of from this year, but you had the stream this year, which was awesome. Uh, yeah. Um, Board games, not yet. I will say, uh, my one of my best friends and uh, one of the guys I work with out here, uh, he's getting ready to have uh, a kid tomorrow. Actually, wow! But before that, uh, he and I had recently started kind of enjoying playing some board games. Like Mandy and I had gone over and played with him and his family. We played uh, oh the the haunted house one uh, a couple times. We we enjoy that one. Okay, haunting. Uh, I forget the name of it. Fuck. The one that everybody has, where somebody turns into a monster halfway through. I have no idea what you're talking about. Everybody else who listening who's played him is <laughs> screaming at the, the board. It's not Haunting of Hill House, but whatever. Uh, that one's fun. I um, know exactly what you're talking about, and I almost bought it. It was in my Amazon purchases, and I canceled it before it came to me. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. But... So we've played that a couple times, and uh, I'm sure once things settle down we, we do want to get back into that because we've enjoyed it so and uh i think his, him and his family are big into settlers of Catan, so we're going to start playing that too so nice i look are you into talking that about because i betrayal at house yeah, on the hill that's okay. the one that's the one so yep nice and i've played that many other times i've played that with ryan back when i lived in bloomington he brought that to game night a couple times i think michael allen has it too we've played with him so i recommend it's to a, you guys carcassonne Check out Wingspan, okay. which is this I, bad yeah, I wrote right Wingspan here. and Gloomhaven down here. So, uh, Gloomhaven is a big expense. Um, sure, okay. Even I right just now look on into sale, it. it's normally one hundred and seventy bucks. Right now, it's on sale Ooh. for like a hundred. Um, Everdell is another game uh, that I have right here. That's another game that would be good for you guys. Okay, Sean, you know what's a uh, another thing that I fell in love with this year? What's that? Uh, wrestling, my friend. Yes. It's the year. It's the year that I came into wrestling. Dude, so far, I. So what? What are your big takeaways from uh, joining into this elite group? I'm gonna call this E Elite. E B Elite. <laughs> uh, it's it's been fun, man. Um, again, what I've really come to realize is that, uh, uh similar to like. Uh, Micah, I think, famously would fast forward through a lot of matches and just watch the drama stuff. What I'm really into is a lot of the behind the scenes stuff and like the watching how the sausage gets made about wrestling. I love all of these like stories and behind the scenes. Like one of my favorite things right now is uh, I really enjoy Kevin Nash's podcast because he is just chopping it up and shooting the shit and, and telling all his wrestling tales and I love that stuff. It's the thing I love about comedy podcasts too when they I love when they just talk about comedy in the old days and their comedians that they love. I love shit like that. And wrestling talk is pretty much the same thing. Plus it's 
all the guys that I I did watch wrestling famously as a kid, and it's been great. I've watched this new guy. Uh, I think his name's Wrestling Bios. He's doing this uh, Monday Night Wars thing where he's pretty much watching every episode of Raw and Nitro from the beginning, and then like comparing each match on each. I love that shit. That's so. amazing. Do you do audiobooks at all? Uh, I have. It's harder for me now because I don't travel as much and I, I can't. I used to do it. I listened to a lot when I did mindless factory work, but mm-hmm. I still listen to some. What do you got? Uh, I'm going to, if I can figure out how to use one of my 42 credits on Audible, I'm going to gift you a <laughs> Okay. Uh, Death of WCW. Um, okay. It oh, is. Yeah incredible brian alvarez has such a great voice and it's nothing but just like all of the fuck-ups that wcw did to go out of business and it's just i've listened to it like six times it's okay so good and i dude it is so up your alley it's not even funny okay that's it heck yeah man um if you're jotting down games too jot down mysterium and just check that out Okay. I think that will yeah, be another man. really fun game for you guys. Uh my my reinvigoration came because luckily like uh I famously got a couple of free tickets to a SmackDown event that was filming here in North Carolina. And I went and it was it was exciting and it was fun and uh it kind of reignited a lot of this stuff and it's also like a lot of my best friends are super into wrestling. Uh yeah. my best friends that I've made the last few years of my life and uh, you guys talk about it constantly, all the time, and, uh, you know, it's just, it kind of got me back into it. Uh, <laughs> it's also nice I, to be in the know, you know? You're like, ah, oh, I know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, that that too, and there is a lot of fun stuff that it's, if you can watch anything and suspend your disbelief, why the fuck can't you with that too? It's it's just fun, man. You got You get out of it as much as you're willing to put into it, so. That's my argument all the time when everybody yep. when any anytime somebody says yeah but it's fake and it's like every show that you watch is fake and scripted mm-hmm. like yeah how is this any different like it's this just, is just impressive and it's fun to watch yep i'm and hoping it's, it's, to go to vegas in may for a pay-per-view nice and then back to chicago for another one so <laughs> that's another great thing that happened this year was being able to travel around and go to these pay-per-views and see people I haven't seen in forever. I got COVID and that from might, the show, but it was still great. Yeah. That's what gives me pause, but there's still a, uh, there, uh, we'll see what 2023 brings. I might want to tag along to something. So. Hell yeah. It would be a lot of fun to go to a wrestling show with all you guys, though. I will fully admit we would have a lot of fun. So. Dude, Cool Kyle was trying to tally it in the wrestling group between yeah. like everybody in our wrestling chat. There's only like six of us. We have seen wrestling shows this year, I think in, it was 14 or 15 different states. Mm-hmm. I was included in that. I you got were. To see you were the North Carolina boy. That's right, baby. I did. I'm doing my part. I'm doing it. <laughs> he did his part. <laughs> he said the thing. He did the thing. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I fell in love with wrestling. Uh, movie-wise, man, um, I, I didn't see many here. movies this year. This was... I, I, I started a trend around the uh, the pandemic where, like... I didn't seek out new things. I actually kind of avoided a lot of new things, especially movie and TV wise. And uh, I got to say that trend is still really kind of 
strangely holding true in 2022. I didn't see many new things. Uh, one of the few that I did see that I thoroughly did enjoy was, of course, the Bob's Burgers movie. Mm, so That movie was great. That's a big one. And uh, I recently saw another movie I, I really enjoyed. It was very art housey, but I, I watched the Banshees of Inna Sharon with Colin Farrell. And uh, I can't think of his name, and I'm not going to try to, but also fantastic. I, haven't that, seen that. I didn't see much, man. What about you? Did you see anything new? Yeah, I've, I saw, I mean, I, I don't traditionally watch a lot of things at all, but mm-hmm. I'll say I saw enough things. I mean, the Batman, I i saw I that was great seen that oh wow i know yeah. right right that, that's Weird. that shocks me um bob's burgers you also mentioned uh i loved nope nope was a really good movie oh fuck i did see nope too nope was awesome Shit, everything yes. everywhere all at once that was was that a 2022 movie because fuck yeah for that one too all right let's <laughs> see, go you've seen more than you thought Woo-hoo! i uh, did looking, i liked them both uh and I think my personal favorite movie of the year, I can't believe I'm about to say this, Top Gun, man. Fucking A, I didn't see Top Gun yet either, but that's a very common thing. Everybody I know, everybody I don't know, that movie was humongous. Everybody loved it, so that movie I didn't see it. rocked so much ass, dude. I don't. That's not even a phrase, but it's now a phrase. That movie rocked ass. <laughs> It did rock ass. I need to see it so I can get my ass rocked. I love the first one. Again, I just, I didn't see it for any other reason other than like, I just didn't seek out a lot of new things this year. Um, and that also, like, it also was in theaters for like seven months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it true. broke all sorts of records. And then you're like, well, it was in theaters for the entire year. Of course, it broke yeah. records. But also, like, I think that was the place to see it. Like, that was a big screen fucking blockbuster. That movie it's, kicked so much ass. It's like uh, the new Avatar. Like, you would want to see it in IMAX in 3D. But then also, like, that movie's three hours and 13 minutes long. And I don't... I sat through I'm Doom. Watching it. And I was... I, I was fucking terrified the whole time because it was a packed theater. And I'm weird about that shit now, so... Yeah. Not only just for covid but <laughs> people are fucking crazy man i don't it's, trust people it's that and like man it's not even just covid anymore like i i have anxieties being surrounded by people now that i never mm-hmm. had and it's it's not it's not covid like i've had covid at this point i don't care if i get covid again um but like being out from being around people for a year and a half really fucks with you dude yeah, especially if you're like doing things right and not constantly being at parties all the time, like yeah. reintegrating isn't it's a weird feeling. Yeah. One movie that's I've, popping uh... up for me right now that I didn't see in 2022 that just popped up on a list because I had to remind myself what I saw um, outside of outside of uh, Top Gun, because I already knew going into this. That was my movie of the year. But <laughs> Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I didn't yeah. even know this was a thing, but. Apparently it's it's good too. So that looks incredible. Like stylistically, um, damn. Oh, of course, and that's Guillermo's bread and butter. So I'm mm. into that as well. Uh, movie wise, I think another thing that I fell in love with this year, buddy, is uh, I gotta admit, action movie December. Oh, so Just, good. Wow, I fucking loved it, bro. I can't wait. We're, we loved it so much. We're gonna bring it back early. <laughs> 
between that and um like the mystery movies those yeah. were my favorite times of movies this year and yeah. no offense to anybody any like any months that has other people coming on no offense to those months like Brooks-tober was a lot of fun. We watched some good movies, some fun movies. Oh, man, I'm, I'm so bummed that the Hubie Halloween episode never came to fruition. I still have that. I might still put that on the Patreon, just with, yeah. like, the last 20 minutes missing. Um, oh, yeah. But, happened. man, November, December were my favorite eight weeks of recording this year. And we're coming back with... Uh... Glass onion. Well, we'll get to yeah. We'll we'll do glass onion at some point. Yeah, I think we uh, we talked. I think we should do a uh, since we're staying on the positive note, man. We should do another episode on what we're looking forward to in 2023. Absolutely, I don't so, know a lot of what's coming up. I don't uh, yet either. But we can do, we can take some time to research. Yeah, and then we'll record. So, um, because um, I I know the Hogwarts game's coming out. That's gonna be dope. Yep, but. Uh, and I've got Final Fantasy Man. 16, but we'll save that for the episode. You know, looking back <laughs> again, this was for a year that was marred by like some really tragic and horrific like real life stuff when it comes down to the first worldiness of us talking about entertainment and stuff. This is yeah. a really great year. And Agreed. between, you know, your golfing, my snowboarding, the, the things that we have done to keep ourselves sane and stay positive in this life, this has been a really good year for that stuff. Agreed. Agreed, buddy. So it's, I'm glad uh, that you're here along for this ride, and all of you listeners, all seven of you, are uh, <laughs> hanging out with us every week because it, yeah. it is really awesome that you're here. I was going to say the same thing, and uh, at the end of the day, I'm positive that I'm so happy that you're here with me, Shawnee boy. Me too, buddy. I love you, Paolo. And I look forward to what 2023 brings you and me. Heck yeah, man. I'm very excited. And it's going to be a new year. Listeners. Same us. Yeah. Uh, but better versions of the same us. And well, uh, maybe you. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> uh, listeners, go improve yourselves. Yeah.